Okay, no. Okay. Oh, like for real, okay? For real. Oh, have you been like recording this entire time? Just for like five seconds. While you've been meowing at me? No, like once. Okay, just once, not yeah. all 17 times. No. Hello, everyone. Welcome <laughs> to Get This Shit. Uh, the asshole that I work with is Cassie. Howdy. And I'm Kaylee. <laughs> and this is what I have to put up with. So yes, it is. <laughs> I, signed, I literally signed up for it, so I'm pretty sure. You Didn't sure I, like, did. sell my soul to you a long time ago? A long like, time five ago. Five years old. So. I mean, I'm pretty sure my mom paid you to be my friend when I was younger. If she did, I didn't see any of it. My mother probably was like, I have to put up with her too. So <laughs> it went towards your college fund. That was non existent. <laughs> your mom embezzled. Probably. <laughs> well, no, she was probably like, mm, I have to deal with her too. So I'm going to uh, go yeah, buy me a nice it's sweater. tax. <laughs> yes. It was just sales was tax. Cassie tax. Cassie tax. A lot of people receive Cassie tax. Oh my That's God, fine. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dear childhood trauma, it was Cassie tax. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> so, as we bring up childhood trauma, how are you, dear? Oh, I'm just fucking dandy. How are you? Oh, I am. Very good. I'm pretty good. I know you are. I want to hear about your good stuff. I know. Uh, and I like, I feel bad because I know I've been, no! I've been so busy. I haven't been able to pop back over here. But I was like, <laughs> in, going what, seven in days. a week? Uh, yeah, well, oh, no. going seven days is, it's. I know, it's terrible. It like you're, pushes to my limit. There. I know. I am very sad as well, but you're a human out there doing what <laughs> humans do. I am. I am in the adult world. Um, they're adulting all over the place. Adulting everywhere, uh, <laughs> and apparently pretty fucking good at it. Yeah, it's it's really are. weird. Um, oh. did not, nor would have ever guessed that uh, sales would have been a thing that I did well and I enjoyed. <sighs> and I love yeah, that for you. thanks. I yeah, had man. to uh, inform my boss. Apparently, he released a monster. I didn't know it was in there. Yeah, because him and I were, well, our whole store is very competitive with other stores. They don't know that we're competitive with them, but Love we're it. competitive with them and we constantly want to beat them. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, shit. Um, turns out I'm competitive, never did sports, and uh, make sales. It's it's very strange. Um, not where I thought I would end up, but very happy I ended up here. I'm so psyched that you found your uh, secret hidden passion yeah yeah i've been i've been looking for that secret hidden passion for a while she's been tucked away a little bit uh yeah man i uh, i feel that i've been searching i feel like i've been searching for that too yeah yeah it, it, i wish it was sales tis it, not. in all fairness <laughs> i just fell into it yeah. Literally fell in, had no idea, figured, okay, I need a job, here's a job, and yeah, turned out okay. I'm so excited for you oh, to uh, grow and achieve your goals. Thanks. I love it. It has, of course, been keeping me from doing anything interesting. Um, so basically, <laughs> yes. it, it's literally <laughs> adults, um, go home, cook dinner, 
basically go to bed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Kind of comes around with that, but Aww. it's it's fine. That's Not all really right. Anything fun we've been doing. We've been getting ready for Morgan to come out. Woo! Tanner's uh, little sister. She's come uh, from Colorado to hang so out fun. for a little while. Yeah. So, but of course that means somebody is coming to stay at my house and uh, my inner uh-huh. uh, Doreen, my mother, comes out mm-hmm. in very aggressive cleaning ways. Very aggressive. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the house looks great. The house looks great. I'm sure I just it does. Need animals to stop living there. That'd be oh wonderful. My Thank you. God. Yeah, you just want to put them in little suits, like little yes. hermetic suits. Stay here. Uh, shed. Nothing. Just the the amount of cat hair I didn't realize. Number one, how much Mick shed until I got these like microfiber cat head sheets. So my mom oh, took yeah. me bedding shopping right before my surgery, and we found these sheets, and they came in queen size because I was very sure that they were children's sheets. Uh, they're really cute pastel cat head sheets. Uh, Adults need cat head sheets too. I'm just saying they're very cute. Mix hair whenever he lays down, you can just see the outline of him of where the cat was mm-hmm. and any space that he occupied at any time. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's you can't. Awful. Do, hey, I'm sorry. I should have warned you. You can't do microfiber with animals because oh my you literally God. need to have. You know the the rubber part of a squee a squeegee. Oh yeah yeah yeah. You need that to get the fucking hair off because it will not. I come legit out of it. rolled it into like a little yeah. fur snake. Yeah, <laughs> and took it off the bed. <laughs> my issue is there's literally we have tumbleweeds of fur. Tumbleweeds. After a day, I swear to God, we mop or we dust mop sweep. Yeah, dust mm-hmm. mop the floor every single day. Yep. And I will still come out, and there will be these just. Well, balls of hair rolling across oh, the floor. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I keep saying that I'm going to put fucking Swiffer pads on my walker. So I'm doing <laughs> at least a little something a when little I'm scoot scooting around. Yep, done. Put those <laughs> little on. dust mop pads. Dang, polish can, up. Yeah, we can cut cut them into fours. They'll fit on I'm perfectly. I'm just saying, All we right. could rig something up. Or we get you the little house shoes that have the dust mops. Oh, my God. I'm not even joking that I've looked at those. They are (laughs) definitely in my save later, uh, like, thing. Save for later on Amazon, yes. Yes. For sure. I have a bunch of things on my save save for later because I get ballsy and click add to cart. Yep, all the time. Not ballsy enough to actually All the time. I'm like, I don't want to save this to a list, so cart, save Mm -hmm. for later. Exactly. I do that all the time. Yeah, it's it's a really bad habit. <laughs> well, even though you haven't been able to do anything, I don't know, fun, fun. Uh, have you watched anything? So we started a new show on HBO. Ooh. I don't know if you've seen it because I know you do have my HBO. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I am obsessed just from episode one. That's how mm. far I've made. We only made it through episode one. We were going to watch another one, but then we started start another show but it is called the nevers no i've seen like the little blurb at the top but i haven't watched any trailer or anything it we watched the preview and like halfway through the preview i was like i like clicked out of it and clicked play yeah it is victorian england but it's sci-fi wow and it's very like 
girl empowerment. Ooh. And the exec- executive producer is Josh Wheaton. Josh Wheaton. It is love it is amazing. Wow. I'm, I'm okay. So, I'll have like, to watch I was it. laughing. Like it's got everything. It, it's just wonderful. Go see it. Ooh. And then we'll talk about it. Sorry, Mitch, you're squeaky. Sque- <laughs> you got that squeak chair. I'm all sitting on my foot. Weirdly, it falls asleep. <laughs> I can't wait to sit on my foot again. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, I can't wait. I'm excited. <laughs> you will be able to just do all kinds of poses. Oh, yeah. Very soon. Uh, Yeah, I guess. Um, but <laughs> so the reason we didn't watch another episode last night is because the new bar rescue has started oh sweet lord and we do is, love bar rescue uh, around here yes and that that is tanner's shit right oh, there. oh is it oh yeah oh that's my show god right that's there. so he funny he was like he texted me yesterday and he was like babe we have bar rescue to watch tonight and oh I was my like, god i know yes. we recorded it so we can watch it so um it is post-covid Oh, and it's it's pretty good. It's it's in Vegas. Oh, yeah, because they need a lot of help. I bet. So, yeah, no, it's gonna be an interesting season. Was it a good episode? It was a good episode. A good start to the season. Yeah, it was. Was uh Tapper all masked up? He was for the most part, and of course, there's the disclaimer that's gonna be. On every reality TV show from now on that says this was, what is it? It said something like this was recorded with COVID precautions and, you know, uh, everything yeah. like that. Like, we were sanitary. Nobody, nobody, you know, put their fingers in anybody else's mouth. So Yeah, we nobody licked doorknobs on set. Exactly. Sure. Except, yeah, the doorna- doorknob liquor got fired. <laughs> that's hilarious what about you have you uh, found anything interesting been watching listening reading what well uh, i uh, watched the first episode of uh the show squatch on hulu Cassie. Yes. Yes. I it will take you by surprise. Will I it? it? I love Did it. Did you finish so, it already? Um, I think they're putting out like a few we just watched six episodes. Okay, I don't know. okay. I think they're putting out more. I at least I was hope so. Really I was already surprised at like the format. Yes. Of uh, the episode, the storytelling of it already. Uh spoiler alert, if you uh haven't watched it already um it involves like graphic uh like artistry like a uh, novel comic yeah, book yes yes like it's very um, um animation like noir damn. kind of comic yes like noir. noir comic god yes. damn you live in my brain <laughs> i know you are the smart part of my fucking brain dude I try. <laughs> somebody has to be. Somebody. Oh, somebody. Yeah, it's very, very good. It's cool. Thought, it's different. I was like, okay, this is going to be kind of cheesy. And then you watch episode two, and you're yeah. like, oh, shit. Like, it kind of sur- – it takes you It takes you on a roller coaster. Oh, all right. So, all right. yes, highly recommend. Highly. I'm excited. Well, then, you know what? My dad's coming over. Oh tomorrow. my god! Hank's Your coming over. Dad 
Would will love he it. love it? Yes. All right, we're watching it. it tomorrow then. Yeah. He'll watch it with me. Yeah, it's very uh, cool. Like cool, cool. Is, it's very well done. I must um, say. I hope there is more than just the six episodes. Just the six. I oh, hope okay. there's more because I think it's a actual Hulu, you know, series. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so sometimes they'll actually like release a few at a time, like chunks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So oh my God. Um, that's what they're doing. Good deal. Well, all right. We'll see how many we get through. Let me know. Because we finished the, uh, oh, whoever, the other cut of Justice League, the four hour long one. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what that one is Gosh, called. Darn it. I can't. I literally. It's the brand new one I'm that's on HBO. I'm screaming it. Like, it's in my mind brain. Mm-hmm. It'll Just come to me later. Comes your mouth brain. Uh-huh. I'm sorry if you're screaming it right now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And I'm sorry that my voice is, fra- like, frayed out, too. So sorry. It's all my lead today. Ah. Oh, yeah. That's okay. That Mine is a fray. little bit, too. It's it's also <gasps> allergy season here. Bro, so it is. And my little window's been... open, and literally everyone's been mowing their yard. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Oh yeah, I'm it's still great. like I still get the pollen even though I've <laughs> trapped in my little yeah. room, my house. <laughs> Just make sure you do get allergies. I've been taking Zyrtec because I still get the pollen. Dude. I'm like son of a bitch. They will. There's mow. no escape. <laughs> they will mow work, and then I'll go home, oh, and no. they will have mowed the condo complex. Oh, the same day. I'm like, what the fuck? You like y'all are trying to kill me, and of course it beautiful outside so Uh, i'm like don't ever close the windows i will just suffer through allergies (laughs) i guess i just won't be able to breathe right but it'll at least feel good yes at least it'll be beautiful right (sighs) well um i'm trying to think um this weekend uh katie Katie went home this weekend, um, but before she went home, uh, my mom and dad came over and hung out, mm-hmm. and Katie made a new addition to her little family. She did. She got a new kitten and named her Mitzi. And she is so she fucking is adorable. She the She's the cutest little kitten I have seen in a long, long time. Yeah, yeah, she's so freaking. She's so sassy and fun, and it seems as if her and Murphy are getting along. It looks like Murphy is taking to his little sister very well. I mean, pretty fucking quick. Very quick, because Murphy's kind of this more skittish cat. I mean, I, yes, he's a scaredy cat. He takes a while to warm up to things. Yes, once he's when, warm, he's warm. Exactly. But when Lisey and I moved in, it took him a little forever. bit to get used to Lisey. And Lisey yes. doesn't give two fucks. Like, she's I like, know. okay, there's an animal, I don't care. Yeah, man. No, once Murphy is, like, comfy, he's fine. Yeah. but He got comfy quick. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm I'm very excited. I very think that proud she'll... Aunt be really really happy uh, and uh, she deserves it because she helped me out so much and it I, you know ah, and I'm still so continues grateful. to does to to does to does she does <laughs> still continue to take care of you through face facetime 
through the feasting. The feasting. <laughs> You're Italian all of a sudden. No <laughs> idea what the fuck's going on. A feast the team. <laughs> feast the team. Schisma. Girl, you're, it's from the fumes from cleaning today. Dude, I literally. Damn, Gina. Uh, <laughs> you need so, to be careful. Gotta uh, aerate a bit more, my darling. Dude, like Tanner had taken today to off so he can help me clean and get a whole bunch of stuff Bless done. He him. wanted to work outside, but obviously it hasn't happened since it's been raining. Yeah, it's been gross. But. I was literally like spraying down my tub with this cleaner and it's, it's like scrub free or something. And he was like, my are ass. you huffing in there? He's like, I <laughs> think that's enough. I was like, it's a big fucking tub. Shut up. It's a big As I'm like trying then letting it sit and walking literally outside in the rain to try and breathe. <laughs> So, yeah. Oh my God. There may be a few brain cells. I, yeah, a little lacking today, huh? A little, little slow. A little in the repairing yeah. needs to go on in the next twenty-four to forty-eight hours, which probably won't happen. It's fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. Thing. It's all worth it. Family's coming out. I'm taking Friday off, and I was also trying to get everything done today. Yes. Because I switched my days off, so normally I have Tuesday, Wednesday off. Yes. And now I have Tuesday, Friday off, oh. so I can hang with Morgan. And we have oh a couple things I'm gonna yeah. t- I'm thinking about. Um, I'm so glad I work with girls younger than me because they know like actual cool things to do, the fun stuff. That's why I liked living with Katie. She knew what oh yeah things to do. Uh, there is downtown, and I always get the name wrong because I call it the food garage. Is it Punchbowl? It's called the Garage Food Hall. Garage Food Hall. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, uh, it's got like the Coca-Cola on the building. Uh, cool. A few from there. Um, it is like a whole bunch of stuff and it's massive. It's a big ass warehouse. Hmm. So they have like Mexican, they have lobster, they have ice cream, they have cool. an oyster bar, all of these different restaurants oh my god different vendors inside different of vendors there. in there yes they have coffee that sounds amazing um, yeah a couple like entertainment things me, me. i know i thought it'd be a blast go. oh that sounds fun you pictures yes please uh, send me some snacks i will i'll definitely send you snacks. yes please especially of whatever food we find oh my gosh Yes, please be that person for me. I will. I will take very pretty pictures of Perfect. my food all for you. Guys, be that person for me. Send me all the pictures. <laughs> yes. Everything you do outside of your yes, home, please send everything. Uh, please. And then uh, one of the other girls at work had suggested um, if we wanted to do like something girly. Yes. There is salt caves in Indiana. Yes! Have you been to a salt no, cave? No, I haven't. Okay, I had never heard of it before. And there is, like, detox. There's. I'm really curious oh about God, this yes. whole infrared sauna. Ooh. So I guess, like, it doesn't make you sweaty? Um, I mean, probably not you. You're a demon. I am. So... I thrive in things like that. Oh, yeah, here. it would feel very good to you. It's low temperature, dry, comfortable, and apparently private. There you go. So infrared waves penetrate through the skin to activate the sweat glands. Oh, so you are still going to sweat. 
Um, during this session, the outer membrane, lar largest organ on our body, is encouraged to perspire to regulate body temperature, which ensures the rap rapid detoxification of heavy metals and foreign substances. I detox like a son of a bitch, baby. I would detox all kinds of stuff. <laughs> and then I guess you just, like, go and sit in caves? Yeah. I, Salt yes. caves? Oh, my gosh. Yes. I would love to do that, too. That would be so much fun. Yeah, so it was suggested to us. And Where like, is oh. that? Um, I think they said up by Pendleton Pike. Wow. You remember uh, Fort Harrison? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, over in that area. Wow. Yeah. Who knew that Indiana had such uh, interesting geography? <laughs> Geology. I think it fits under both. I think so, because it is rock and a cave. Also so yeah, land, good. yeah, right? Mm -hmm. I think we've had this exact discussion before. It's <laughs> very possible. Um, so we can't guarantee mics were in front of us at the time. Right. If you've heard this conversation, we do apologize. So sorry. Please hang tight. We will move on to something new. <laughs> um, so, okay. yeah. A couple of things we'll... we'll probably look into doing and then unfortunately i'll be working all the rest of the time but i get friday with Mwah. her yeah i'm so glad that Me you too. get friday mm -hmm. and you get to hang out and you've gotten all your chores done and you're riggedy ready to all go adulted yes Eek. um so i forgot to tell you oh pardon me oh my god pardon the adjustment um, I am, to be transparent with you friends, oh, that was incorrect. Um, I am having a horrible back day. Yep, it is. Um, it's terrible. Hasn't been a good couple of days. It has but. not been a great couple of days. We are literally having growing pains. Literally. My I'm ass so cracks sorry. in a new place and my <laughs> muscles and shit. I don't, they don't like it. I just. <laughs> so is your ass crack going to be higher than I don't it know. was? Because I, I was you may have to readjust to your pants. Day, but I can't <laughs> twist enough. So I just need to get a hand mirror. <laughs> yes. And I kept trying to take a picture, but I can't take a satisfactory picture. You know what I mean? Like, right. I can't take a good enough... Right. Get the right angle. Exactly. Anywho, I <laughs> cannot even imagine the pictures that are in your phone. Oh, my God. Of you trying to do that. Yes. And I've been trying to look at my incision uh -huh. because uh, there's just been... Because that fucking hurts, too? Yes. There's been a Weird. painful little area at the top. And uh, it's just... It's weird and awful and awkward and... You know, uh, pictures never do anything right. justice. Well, of course not. <laughs> and make things look way worse sometimes than sometimes, they are. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, it's just been really rough. And I talked to uh, my nurse today from the hospital, and he just said, you know, like, you'll be all right, kid. He said that um, he actually spoke with another patient that had a very, very, very similar surgery to me uh -huh. and was complaining of a 
very similar pain i told him it felt like i had a thong wedgie <laughs> so <laughs> and he was like someone else described it pretty pretty close pretty to that. similar good and uh he said uh they did say that once they started physical therapy it started to resolve itself and i was like great and he was like yeah I don't start physical therapy for another couple of weeks. So. Oh, man. Yeah, so I, I'm i just, I yeah. have to wait it out, and it's okay. Like, I, it sometimes it just helps, like, just being told that. Like, I yeah. mean, I was already, I already knew that. I already told myself. Um, they, you know. You all need your own little support group. Little yes. Zoom support group. Oh, uh, yeah. I, ugh. Yeah, man, I'm just over it. Yeah. If that makes, but I'm sure you, that makes sense. You can't be over it. Sorry, not yet. Ex- right, <laughs> and li- I, like just because you're mentally over it. Yes, it would just um, it would be helpful if any position was comfortable, like mm. sitting or on my side or anything, or if there was some magical pillow. Yes, that would like <laughs> support that area. But there's yeah, and I mean you know the medication that I have only helps so much Mm -hmm. and um, I don't want to take an excessive amount of it. Um, Right. You know, like I'm not opposed to taking more of it because that's what it's there for. But I don't, I mean, I don't want to get in the habit of, Oh well, my back hurts. I'm going to I'm take more medicine. Exactly, like that yeah. is not something that I'm willing to do. It's also not something you want to continuously like put through your liver unless you have. Yes, to. yeah. yeah. Le- one of my friends, what? Shout out to Jackie. Jackie. Uh, she came over the other day and visited, and uh, you know we were talking about medication, and she mentioned something about tylenol and uh we were talking about uh my liver and stuff like that and she was like don't mess around with it and i was like yes ma'am you got it it's serious Uh, so you know i take it seriously like i don't want to fuck it up because i did damage when i was younger and right yeah yeah. it's like i don't need to do any more (sighs) damage to it yeah i just you know I understand. Just fucked up in the head. <laughs> <laughs> like like we all are, I like suppose. Absolutely every single one of us are. Yeah. Do not worry. Yeah. But I digress. Okay, okay. One of the things I have been watching that has been keeping me going. <laughs> okay. Is uh, the show that I think I may have told you. About last time we were together. Uh, Six Degrees with Mike Rowe. You did. Awesome. I, yeah. we. D- I think we even tagged it. We sure fucking did. Oh, my God. <laughs> I told you. So this is not a micro podcast. If this, uh, yeah. Just in wondering. case you guys were wondering. This is not like a micro fan podcast. And not nope. a last podcast on the left fan podcast no bitch just a micro fan club uh, podcast yeah it's just you know an appreciation yes (laughs) well uh in watching one of those episodes i uh, found one of the connections to be really interesting okay and in the show, they only, you know, use a snippet of 
the person, place, or thing, you know, event. Okay. That fits, you know, the, uh, yeah, the timeline that they're sure. using. So I decided to do more research on this person. Yay. Okay. So, Kaylee, are you ready to get this shit? I am ready to get this shit. Here we go. Hedwig Kiesler was born November 9th, 1914 in Vienna, Austria. Kiesler. 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 Okay. Wonderful. <laughs> the Kieslers were a well-to-do Jewish family. As an only child, Hedwig received a great deal of attention from her father, who was a bank director. That was a really good job. Hedwig is a female? Is a female, yes. Oh. I was immediately assuming you were talking about me. Okay, all right. I love it's it. It's not an owl. I knew that. I knew it was an It's owl. like a white owl with, like, mom and dad. <laughs> That's all. Okay, so Little Cassie's blonde wig on it. <laughs> officially snapped. Um, that would be hilarious, the little blonde wig. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so female Hedwig Kiesler. Kiesler. Yes. And then bank director Papa. Okay. So money. Ma uh, yeah. Yes. They were affluent, I would okay. say. They would often go for long walks where dad would discuss how different things like machines, uh, printing presses, and streetcars worked. Okay. To little Hedwig. These conversations guided Hedwig's thinking, and at only five years old, she was taking apart and reassembling her music boxes. Oh. Mm -hmm. Smart little biscuit. She is. Um, she wanted to understand how the machine operated. Uh, on the other hand, her mother was a concert pianist and introduced her to the arts. Okay. Her mom placed her in both ballet and piano lessons. Damn. Mm -hmm. And she's a little engineer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, yes. One of her governesses. So, like, tutor. Okay. You know, Maybe a, a teacher. A, yeah, probably. Like, an in-home uh, teacher. Yeah, nanny-ish. Yeah. But, like, they're smart. Yes. Okay. Uh, One of them gals taught her German, French, and Italian. Fuck. Mm-hmm. So, Hedwig is hella smart. Yeah. I think that's a very easy assumption. Yes. At 15, she attended a very strict finishing school in Switzerland, but she dropped out at 16 when she got a bit part in a play named The Weaker Sex in Berlin as the Rude American. <laughs> I can give you tips if you need any. Yeah, she actually <laughs> got to know this kid from Boston. Well, and that's, yeah. He that taught I'm... her some songs. Oh and, God. like, that's how she learned, like, the American, like, attitude. I love it so much. <laughs> Especially, I mean, yes. if you're going to be a rude American and you're being taught by a Bostonian, like. Oh, yeah. Like, that's creme de la creme. Like, yeah. You can get some, like, sassy. Mm, sassiness. Sassiness. Yes. Okay. So, in 1930. Hedwig's first film role was in a German film called Money on the Street. 
But it wasn't until 1932 that Hedwig truly started to gain some notoriety for a film that was called Ecstasy. You have my attention. (laughs) The movie was apparently about a young couple. The dude was impotent. Oh, sorry, Uh babe. So Hedwig's character, she goes and finds some side piece. Get a bitch. Get a bitch, right? She, I mean, discuss it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. If he's okay with it. it. If he's go like, you know, I'm not quite satisfying you, go out and do your yeah, thing. Yeah, go do your thing, girl. Right. Go. There and are... if he was a gentleman, he would. Right? I'm just saying. Just saying. It's good for everyone. Because there were not as many vibrators back then as there uh, no. No. You no. had to, like, go get a beehive. Yeah, that's not okay. Like, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. A wooden one. Uh, continue. <laughs> we got off track. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Uh, there, uh, there are two scenes. Okay. That are like you know, risque. Risque. Uh, that are most responsible for the film's notoriety and the quick banning by Austrian censors. One, Hedwig's character runs nude through the sunlit forest. I do that every morning. Right. That's. That's how I say good morning. Like, yeah. <sighs> All right. You ready for two? Mm-hmm. This one's a bit spicier. Okay. It's a spliced together kind of sex scene. Okay. So they had to be very. I mean, it's like obvious. <sighs> it's obviously it's that not it a wasn't. Sex scene, yes. But okay. yes. Um, What you're saying is porn has come a long ways. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Uh, You see Hedwig's character experience an intense orgasm. Uh, The facial expression on her face is actually the result from the director poking her in the ass with a safety pin. Um, um, I don't don't know about you, but... Um, I don't need not, help. Those are not the same face. Nope. For me. Not for me. Uh, one is much angrier. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then yes. there's poking me in the ass. No, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> and then there's poking me. <laughs> I can't stand you. I know. That's why I'm here. I can't stand you. Uh, That's rude. so funny. I know. Rude. Not cool. Okay. A sudden. Uh, so it got banned because of the popularity of ecstasy. Uh, even the Pope at the time, Pius uh, X1. What's that? Like 11? E- XI? Yeah, 11. 11. Okay. That's what I thought. And I was going to write it out. And I was like, Cassie, you need to write it out. And then I didn't. Uh, so Pius X1 <laughs> was commenting on the film. Okay. He condemned it. Hedwig uh, did attract the attention of a million millionaire Austrian arms dealer. Ooh. Fritz Mandel. Okay. So she's smart and she has a millionaire arms dealer boyfriend. I love it. Yes. He is 14 years her senior. Of course he is. Of course he is. Is she at least 18? She is 19 at this point. Oh, Good. He at least waited an extra year. Yes, ma'am. All right. That's fine. They met in December of 1933, and then they were married. In what, January? Um, Pretty much. Oh. At first, it was all like, 
25 guest room country homes uh-huh. and hunting parties. Right, of course. Uh, as it all way, starts that, out. That's how all of my relationships yeah, start out. I don't know as about you. As one does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hedwig was an amazing shot. She uh, killed a stag at 350 meters with a uh, hunting rifle. Damn. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah, I, man. I, so she could go out there and like do the thing. Yeah. Too. Who's surprised? She's fucking awesome. Right? Married life quickly grew tiresome for Hedwig. She says, I knew very soon that I could never be an actress while I was his wife. He was the absolute monarch in his marriage. I was like a doll. I was like a plaything. Some object of art which had to be guarded and imprisoned, having no mind, no life of its own. Oh, so he yeah. wanted a pretty little housewife, mm-hmm. a little uh, trophy on his arm, mm-hmm. and guess what, bitch? She's way too smart for that. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. So Fritz was also intensely jealous. Yeah, so I don't think she's going to be allowed to have any orgasm scenes um, <laughs> in her upcoming films. Yes. Yeah. Well, he attempted to buy all of the copies of the film Ecstasy <laughs> and destroy them. <laughs> what? Yeah, but they kept, like, producing them faster than he could, you know, destroy <laughs> them. So, uh, He always loomed and leered at Hedwig whenever she was around his business associates. Because he hated the effect that she had on other men. Because she was gorgeous. Yes. So, and they're men and men are pigs. He's mad at her for it. Of yes. course. Yeah. That makes sense. Toxic masculinity Toxic. ruins the party again. Ruins the party again. <laughs> yes. Every story. Every every time. I, I can't. Doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you about my sources later. Okay. But. Doing this research, I the amount of anger <laughs> that I felt <laughs> for this woman in particular, yeah, and s- deep sadness that I felt for her, I yeah, you shall feel too. I'm passing it to you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Fritz, he's a hater, he, and like he hates it that she pretty, and but jealous, he loves that yeah. he's pretty, yeah. So he hated the effect that she had on other men. Uh, she was incredibly unhappy and was forced to play a host and smile on demand amongst Mandel's friends and scandalous business partners. Yeah, because he's an arms dealer. So it's not like uh-huh. he has, you know, just a bunch of bankers coming and visiting him or accountants or whatever. Right? No, these are probably very dangerous men. <laughs> Yeah, man. If I look pretty, maybe they won't fucking kill me. Right? Like, maybe they'll be nice and, like, we'll get a good deal and everything will be fine, right? Yeah. Yeah. Some of these people were Nazis. Oh. Uh Uh-huh. So the creme de la creme. (laughs) The creme de la trash. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. The Mandels would entertain rather interesting dinner guests. Engineers and scientists who talked about advanced weapons like submarines, torpedoes, and aircraft. As things heated up in Germany, Fritz's 
factories ramped up production on many technologies, like radio-controlled communications for submarines. Damn. Mm-hmm. In her autobiography, Hedwig says, Hitler shook my hand. Oh. Uh-huh. And Mussolini, he took my hand and kissed it. Fuck. Yeah. So she was on multiple occasions. Oh, my God. Yeah. So both her and Fritz Mandel were from Austria, and they were both Jewish. Both of them were Jewish. I yes, figured. they grew up Jewish. Oh, shit. Because mm-hmm. I remember you said her parents were, but I was like, oh, mm-hmm. she's probably hiding it. Like, I didn't even think her husband would be. So, uh, so what the fuck? So you'd agree that it's a bit dangerous, right? Yeah. So Mandel forced Hedwig to convert from Judaism to Catholicism in order to do business with the uh, German fascist regimes. Wow. Yes, to remain safe. Well, I mean, it, it, it would have kept them safe, absolutely. Yeah, and to the day that Hedwig died, mm-hmm. she repressed her Jewish ancestry. Upbringing. In yes. Wow. Yes, she would not hear about it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, growing tired of the verbal abuse her father's death and her supposed trophy wife life. Mm-hmm. In 1937, Hedwig decides she's had enough. In a carefully executed plan, Hedwig lines her coat with jewels. She drugs her maid and uses her maid's uniform to slip out undetected. What? She had a sleeping powder and put it in tea and switched cups with her maid. Shit. She deuced on out of there. First of all, the fact that the maid wouldn't keep secret. Like, come on. Right? Come on. Right? So she first fled to Paris and then she fled to London. Okay. While in London, Hedwig's luck looked... One, two, three. Hedwig's (laughs) luck took a turn. When she was introduced to Louis B. Mayer of the famed MGM Studios. Oh, I thought you were going to say like John Mayer. Right. That's so funny. (laughs) Of the great mayors. Of the great (laughs) mayors. Okay. Uh, Side note on this guy. He was legit there in London trying to scoop up Jewish actors and actresses why they were fleeing for their lives to come and work for MGM. To, oh. like, enslave them, basically. Oh, like, shit. Like, here, I'll pay you beans if you come and work for me. Right, but at least you won't be dead. Uh-huh. Jesus. Uh-huh, what, what a scum. nice guy. Uh, so, uh, uh, Mayor offered Hedwig a contract, which she first refused. She refused it because he offered her $150 a week. What? Yeah. So, she was like, no. And then she was like, fuck, 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 fuck. She was <laughs> like, she I gotta go. Away. Yeah. yeah, so as luck would have it, or how Hedwig would arrange it, Mare and Hedwig were taking the sh- same ship to New York. Woo-woo! Woo-woo! By the time the ship docked, she had a $500 a week contract and the new name of Hedy Lamar. <gasps> no way! Yeah. Bum, bum, what? Bum. 
Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? That's amazing. All right. So now that you know, (laughs) uh, I was trying so hard. I was like, don't ruin your surprise. (laughs) Uh, Hetty's first Hollywood premiere was in 1938, a movie named Algiers. Uh, It said when she was first seen on screen, people gasped because of her astonishing beauty. Damn right they did. Oh, my God. She is literally gorgeous. Like, she's what I think of when uh, I think of, like, old school Hollywood glamour. Old school beauty. Yes. With the premiere of Algiers... Hetty's star status in Hollywood was officially sealed. Uh, she was introduced to a variety of starlets, moguls, and quirky real-life characters, such as businessman and pilot Howard Hughes. When Hetty and Howard began dating, uh, yes, uh, it was clear that they were both interested in more than just each other's looks. It's really funny because Hetty often said that Howard was her worst lover that she had. Uh, so there had to be something a little bit deeper. I know, right? Damn. Isn't that damn. savage? Honest, but damn. Uh, honest, <laughs> but damn. <laughs> yes. When I, <clears throat> I was watching a documentary and I was like, shit. she don't give a fuck yes i scared the cat because i said it so loud (laughs) hollywood was always so quick to bottle up hetty's scientific mind remember when she uh, would take apart Uh the you know and knew like 20 languages yes exactly take apart her uh help me out music box box. yes christ yes she knows twenty thousand languages she has a very brilliant mind But she's pretty, so we don't need to worry about that. Exactly. Howard always helped fuel the uh, innovator in Hetty by giving her a small set of equipment to use in her trailer. She had an inventing table. Oh. Yes. On all of her sets, she had a table for whatever project she was doing. Yes. She always said that she never really had to work hard for her inventions. It like it just came to her. She had an wow. inventive mind. I love it. I'm so jealous. Me too. I do not have that. No. Whatsoever. No. No. Anytime I think I come up with an invention, it's already done. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it was done like 17 years ago. Yes. <laughs> uh for dates, Howard would take Hetty to his airplane factories and show her how the planes were built. And he introduced her to the scientist behind the process. Oh, my God. What a sweetheart. Isn't that adorable? That's so creative and uh, just wonderful. Okay. I I love love it so much. Hetty was inspired to innovate as Howard wanted to create faster planes that he could sell to the U.S. military. Mm -hmm. Looking at the current wing shape, Hetty observed it was a little bit too square. She proceeded to buy a book on fish and a book on birds. And then she looked at the fastest of each kind. Okay. She combined the fins of the fastest fish with the wings of the fastest bird. And she sketched a new wing design for Howard's planes. Oh, that's fucking... God. Genius, right? Fucking genius. 
Upon showing these designs to Howard, he said to Hetty, you're a genius. Uh, spot on. Spot on. On another road to genius in 1940, Hetty met George Ann Teal at a dinner party. George was another quirky yet clever man. He was most well known at the time for his avant-garde composition for a uh, film named Ballet Mechanique. Okay. He composed a piece for 16 self-playing pianos. Jesus. Yes. 16. Wait, self-playing? Simultaneous 16 self-playing pianos. What the fuck? Okay. That's actually really cool to see. There is video of it. It it is indeed original. <laughs> okay, I understood. It is um he wrote a book. Mm-hmm. Um and it is I do believe it's called The Bad Boy of Piano. Uh and he was also called The Bad Boy of Piano and like I really hope just, that the audience can actually hear my eyes rolling at that. I mean, it was pretty um aggressive, I think. I, I, for a, I guess Pardon maybe me. he oh my is. God, that was considered. so unattractive. <laughs> I had to cut all day. <laughs> Kaylee was trying to be cute and not like she was having a little snickety snack earlier, uh-huh. chewing off mic, and I just burp like I was like, <laughs> I can only get so far away. <laughs> you really, you can't turn. I, I, I can twist more than you right. can. So uh, I can only I, run so far. I think they'll forgive you. Thank you, thank you for your forgiveness. <laughs> Okay, so these pianos are playing. All right. <laughs> so, From this bad boy. Yeah, so you know how uh, self-playing pianos play, right? Yes. With the perforated uh-huh. roller papers? Great. Uh, while Hetty and George spoke about a variety of topics, one of their greatest concerns was the looming war. Twas yep. World War II these times. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hetty was a leading lady, after all, and she didn't feel comfortable Sitting on her ass in Hollywood. From uh, Hetty's years of elbow rubbing with the enemy, she knew that Germany was very successful at jamming radio frequencies. Yeah, she, they really actually need to talk to her. Like, somebody grab the president and she needs to sit down and... Somebody come get her. And inform. Uh, Yeah, I feel like she has a lot of information. Absolutely. Uh, She and George had the idea for a solution. At the time, electronic data broadcast on a specific frequency could be easily jammed Mm -hmm. by enemy transmitters. Mm -hmm. The British were having such problems, they were having to drop paper flyers to communicate with their troops. Oh, shit. Hetty suggested rapid changes in the broadcast frequency. And George, who had experimented with electronic musical instruments, devised a punch card-like device similar to a player piano roll. Oh, okay. And that could synchronize a transmitter and a receiver at the same time. Okay. The frequency Hetty and George invented relied on using an 88 frequency, which is equivalent to the number of keys on a piano. Oh, okay. I gotcha. So, this was later named frequency hopping. Okay. So, it looks very similar to a player piano scroll. 
mm-hmm. but it's just frequency. It's just sound instead of paper. So this brilliant invention earned these two a patent for their discovery. A discovery that could very well change the course of the war. So, I mean, how much help could it be for Great Britain to be able to uh, communicate effectively with their troops on the ground? Because Hitler literally, like, is advancing daily. Right. It is in the palm of his hand. Right. No, I understand. Yeah. He was moving so quickly and gaining so much power, like the ball rolled so fast. So these two drum up a meeting with the U.S. Naval Officer Bigwigs. Good. They are there to donate their invention. They want no money for it, okay? They're like, oh, here, we here, did this. We'll help. Uh, there's a piano player, a pianist, and we have an actress. A composer and an actress. Yes. Perfect. They'll totally take you guys seriously. Yeah. It's like you already know. The Navy says no. Weird. (laughs) They are not receptive to considering inventions from outside of the Navy. You want to know what the Navy suggests Hetty do with her time instead? They suggest that. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. I got this. Go sew American flags or something close i mean something along those lines that they had women doing yeah um they suggest that she uh, go sell war bonds oh great yep thanks uh jokes on them uh she did just fucking that hetty is a non-american citizen i will remind you would go and entertain troops at a place called the hollywood canteen as many chances as she could all together she is credited for raising $25 million in total for all of her war bond tours and efforts. Just so you know, in today's money, that's $343 million. Damn. So uh, they told her to go do something, and she was like, fuck you, I will, and I'm going to do better than you can ever fucking imagine. Uh, yeah. yeah. How much money did you fucking raise? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know how much you spent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A lot. Yeah, man. Dude, that's incredible. <laughs> yes. So uh, even after not being taken seriously, she turns around and still yeah, she does, does what she can. Yes. And what people will actually be receptive of, too. Yeah. She could do anything. Yeah. But she knows what people will be receptive of and what will make money for the war efforts. Yeah. She was selling kisses for $2,500. Holy shit. For war bonds. I wouldn't give that much money. Yeah. That's insanity. <laughs> so those little, like, kissing booth. Yep. Joke things were like legitimately a Real. thing. Yeah. Okay. Ew. Yeah. First of all, I know. Second of all, good for her. Right. Uh, as long as you don't catch the herp, you're fine. It's very interesting. Very interesting. After being used and abused by so many systems, Hetty decided to work for herself. She wanted to produce her own film, The Strange Woman, in 1946. Not many people in the industry were supportive, even though her movie and the other one that she co-produced did extraordinarily well. 
It wasn't long until uh, after these films that Hetty starred in one of her most memorable roles as Delilah from Samson and Delilah, directed by uh, Cecil B. DeMille. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. That's one of the iconic things that I think of her. I think of her hair. Oh, my God. All the time. Uh, Just gorgeous. It was the second highest grossing film of the decade. Damn. Yes. Do you... What was the first? Guess. Gone with the Wind. Oh, yeah. See, I wasn't sure Just a smidge. Just a little smidgen? Just a smidge. Mm, Another iconic woman. Yes. After a failed million-dollar movie, Hetty met a rich oil man, Howard Lee. And was married with children in 1954. Really? Yes. And this was her first husband she had kids with. So, there is so much to Hetty that I didn't want to make this any longer than it already was. Okay. Okay. So, Hetty is married six times in her life. And we are on, I do believe, if I have the count correct, we're on husband number three or I was gonna four say right three or now. Four, yeah. Yep. And we're in bitch. the middle. Okay. And you know, one man cannot hold this girl down. No. One man cannot handle her. Nope. She said her true love was her father because he was the only man who knew her and loved mm-hmm. her. For who she really was before she was an actress. Right. And, like, he loved her before her face. Right, right. The one pure love. Yes. Yes. Okay. Now, they're living in Texas. So she had this Viennan accent, Mm -hmm. but with the Texas twang. Stop it. That's so freaking cute. Yes. They were Texan. She finds herself once again a bored trophy wife. After taking a a few different vacations uh, and family retreats to Aspen, Hetty knew that it would be a wonderful and magical place for a ski resort because there was nothing there at the time. Shut up. I thought there were ski resorts since like day one of the earth. There was nothing there. What the fuck? Yeah. Why? Nothing. People respected nature. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Right? I oh. forgot about that. Okay. So she convinces, one, two, three, she convinced Howard to buy some land up there and spent years making it into an homage of her homeland, Austria. Uh, my she made the most comfy, cozy little chalet. Uh, yes. This Please. beautiful ski resort. Mm-hmm. Her marriage to Howard was not glamorous. He was an alcoholic. No matter how much of uh, herself Hetty poured into the chalet in Aspen, it wasn't enough. As many loves do, they ended in divorce. As the divorce, I know, as the divorce is proceeding, one of Hetty's children ends up in the hospital from an accident. During this time, she's called to testify at the divorce hearing. 
not being able to summon the strength to deal with this as well as her child being in the hospital. Right. She sends her Hollywood body double. Ooh. The judge was hella pissed. I am 110% sure he was because pretty sure it's a felony. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I I mean, I get it. And I'm sure they were not willing to like give her any kind of leeway or no yeah exactly yeah yeah well she was desperate i get it yes when the judge found out he cut her settlement damn near in half so she lost the ski resort oh yeah she lost almost everything yeah uh, she was not going to be able to retain that safe haven that she had built, and she fell into a dark depression. There's a lot of speculation that Hetty's fall from grace had much to do with the drug dependency. There was and is so much of that in Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, now in in even that time, like it just it's a constant thing. Yes. And I I feel like back then it was even more prolific Mm -hmm. because there wasn't regulations like there are today. And it wasn't, I don't know, it was a rose by a different name. Yes. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Is that the saying? I don't know. Yeah. A rose by any other name? A thorn by any other name? What the fuck is that saying? I don't know. Any (laughs) hizzles. Either way, there was a lot of drugs. Yes, there are a lot of drugs. Aretha Franklin even sang about it in a song. Yeah. Dr. Feelgood. He was an actual doctor. (laughs) Dr. Max Jacobson. Hetty was a patient of his from 1950 until 1974 when Max Jacobson lost his medical license. I'm surprised he had it that long because you know he was just like making it rain with pills. What Dr. Feelgood marketed as vitamin elixirs was actually meth. Oh, okay. Sure. So for years, Hetty was unknowingly hooked on meth and whatever else the doctor ordered. Had put in there. Yes. Her son recalled a time where... She dropped something in the kitchen mm-hmm. and she just stood there blankly and all of a sudden she slapped the shit out of him. Whoa. And yelled at him, when I drop something, you pick it up. And he was like, uh, it was so out of pocket for yeah. her. I, I didn't know what to do. I was shocked beyond belief. And um, her adult children are in the... Uh, documentary documentary that i watched uh bombshell the hetty lamar story highly recommend that you watch it i watched it on amazon okay if you uh, so choose uh but her grown children were in it and she was on shit that she didn't even know she was she had no idea if i'm gonna be on meth like you need to tell me i'm fucking on meth i would like to know i'm on meth yeah no goddamn vitamin they talked about they had drug regiments for all of these actors and actresses they would give them speed to pep them up it wasn't even like 
kills. They would give them shots on set. Oh. Yes, Cecil B. DeMille on uh, um, the, oh God, Ten Commandments. Uh, he was like, Moses isn't peppy enough. Give him something. And Dr. Max Jacobson goes over and gives him a fucking shot of uh, speed or meth or something. What the fuck? Yes. Yes. And then they would give him downers to go to sleep and wake him up and like as they needed. So for years. Yeah. Hetty was on this regiment that she didn't even know. Right. And uh, and if she goes to him and she's like, "Uh, these pills aren't making me feel good. Oh, we'll just keep taking them. Yes. Like, it'll be fine. Yes. Or switch them out or whatever or this, that and the other. Or it's still the same thing, but I'm going to call it something different. Yep. What a fucking asshole. Exactly. So she's hooked on meth and whatever else, right? In January of 1966, Hetty was arrested for shoplifting. This led to her dismissal from the film Picture Mommy Dead. Ooh. Right? Terrible title, number one. Awful. (laughs) She was acquitted of the charges and... Basically, she was like, oh, it was just a misunderstanding. I'd be happy to pay for the items. I have the money. Mm -hmm. But, like, she had, like, $14,000 on her. And she had, like, $80 worth of merchandise in her bag. What? Yeah. Honey. So sorry. She just wasn't. It's so sad to see so many, you know, Hollywood actresses and actors go through yeah that um and then also the path of plastic surgery oh hetty no hetty began to slowly follow uh, that route and then Uh. not so slowly hetty no honey people only recognized her for her beauty and uh, like people were cruel they would come to her and they would say, oh, you were so beautiful. What the fuck? I know. Like, how fucking awful are people? What's the matter with people? I Yeah. Like, just because you're, like, just because you're not brave enough to yeah. age with grace doesn't mean that other people aren't. Exactly. And, like, beauty changes. Yes. I, I don't know. And I've had a hard time with that. Like, I, me, myself, even yeah. at 32, like, yeah. I see changes in my face that I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Where'd that line come from? What is that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, but even in plastic surgery, she was ingenious. She was coming up with new and inventive ways of hiding scarring and tightening crepey skin. Stop it. Of yes. course she was. Yes. She came up with the um, different... Uh, scar hiding patterns for like uh, behind your ear in the hairline for tightening up crepe skin uh, on your arms she did like the bend of the elbow and then for the leg like the bend of the knee oh i see like that so she's literally telling the doctors look i can do this better a better idea because you're making people yeah yeah yeah, you're making it uh, obvious, bro. She's like, I do just, your job better. This is, <laughs> this is an idea. A scar is not a part of my aesthetic. Yes. Yeah, like I just, I want you. to I want to get this rid up, of the wrinkles. Don't add an in. entire scar through it. Exactly. Yeah. Do, do, do 
she became more and more of a recluse. And sure. the uh, plastic surgery became more and more of fixing the la- like fixing the last thing that went wrong. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh around the Cuban Missile Crisis, uh when Kennedy sent naval ships to blockade Cuba, they were using frequency hopping. Huh. Where did that invention. Hetty was hoping to get some compensation and was told that once the patent is expired, there is no compensation for the original patent holder. What the fuck? Two things. It was used before this time to create a communication system for a sonar buoy. So like a sonar buoy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then a drone that flew over Vietnam. And the inventor has a website even acknowledging it. What the fuck? And number two, according to U.S. patent law, when a patent expires, an inventor has six years to sue for payment. Hetty had no idea. What the fuck? Well, it's the government, so it's fine. No, yep. motherfuckers. She nor George ever saw a penny from this. Damn, what assholes. Yep. It's yep. It's literally your laws. Yeah. Well, okay. It's not all okay. a loss. Uh, she was finally recognized as a pioneering technology one, two, three... She was finally recognized as the pioneering technological inventor she was by uh, the Electronic Frontier Foundation. (laughs) Hetty sent her son to accept the award on her behalf. But get this shit. She legit called in the middle of the ceremony to ask how it went. Oh my god. What a mother thing to do. He answered his phone. What, like in the middle and he was like I'm in the middle of it oh my yes. god stop it that's so adorable and she also sent a recording mm-hmm. with him mm-hmm. to play during the acceptance speech so extra yes. <laughs> yes so extra but just a very mother thing to do I'm gonna I send know. you to do this for me and then I'm going to call you while you're in the middle of it. Just to check on you. Just to check on you. But <laughs> what yes. a mom. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> she also received a Bulby Award at the age of 82. This is like the Oscar of Inventor Awards. Okay. In 1990 was the first time that mainstream that any mainstream publication acknowledged Hetty's brains. Fucking finally. Yeah. So, now I'm about to uh, blow your mind. Hetty's one invention has led to secure Wi-Fi, GPS, Bluetooth, and secure military communication. For now. you. Seriously? That's Mm -hmm. amazing. Her... Literally things we use on a daily basis. Billions of dollars. And when... It falls apart in our lives. Like, when the Wi-Fi stops working in your house. We stop. We stop working. <laughs> we 
We stop. Literally. The world. Thank you, Henny. Right? few other notable things. She was the model for Snow White. Oh, I love it. That's who Snow White was modeled after. I, I, love I find it. it so fascinating now. And also Catwoman, the original Catwoman. The yes, the yep. original. Oh yeah. For having such a recognizable face, she felt as if she was never truly seen for who she was. Uh, she's quoted for saying, my face has been my misfortune. It has attracted six unsuccessful marriage partners. It has attracted all the wrong people into my boudoir and brought me tragedy and heartache for five decades. My face is a mask I cannot remove. I must always live with it. I curse it. Aww. She passed away in her sleep. Hopefully peacefully, January nineteenth, two thousand. Wow! And uh, that is the small snapshot of the life of Hedy Lamar. <laughs> I love it. A absolutely so, I, amazing woman. Ugh, just goals. She had a chest. Uh, she had multiple chests full of notebooks of inventions and uh improvements of different mm -hmm. things and she was just so uh, smart yeah and i i don't have words like nope. i'm not smart I'm enough not as smart to tell as she you is how smart she yeah. is yep. she invented a, a coca-cola like coke and soda was uh running low at the time because of the war. And she invented oh. a fizzing tablet that turned into Coca-Cola in your water. Shut up. Yes. But it didn't work precisely. Right. Because every, and in different, you know, areas, water the pH is of water yes. is different. So the tablet didn't work correctly in every place right but she never like let that get in her way mm -hmm. and she never saw it as a failure like she saw it as an opportunity to learn i mean it's basically like alka-seltzer just coke flavored it, yes like it, that's amazing exactly that's exactly amazing but i wish like i want to have more of that mindset that is something that i've personally been working on yes that you know it's not really it doesn't always have to be failure. You can learn from these things or it can be an opportunity for whatever. But uh, she's an amazing woman. Uh, my sources today were Bombshell, the Hedy Lamar story documentary. Six Degrees with Mike Rowe, season one, episode three. Uh, the website edgeofyesterday.com. Website uh, notablebiographies.com. And uh, womenshistory.org. All righty, tidy. Good job, sis. Oh, well, thanks so much. Uh, first of all, you saved my ass because my computer died on me today. Uh, you poor <laughs> thing. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I hope you didn't panic too much. Uh, there was a little bit, sure. Um, but then I just kind of got to the uh, fuck it, I'll figure it out. Good. <laughs> Good. It's not worth it. I'll do what I have to do. But then uh, so I pop in here and I'm like, so this has been my shitty day. She's like, don't worry, mine's long. 
wonderful. So yeah. I was like, um, I think we're good. You know, yeah, I, I got you. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to float you on this. I hope, you know, I yes. know your, your back is new, but I hope it just wasn't too heavy for carrying me this summer. <laughs> <laughs> Only five pounds, Kaylee. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, man. But you did fabulous. Oh, I loved thanks. it very much. Thank you. Thank you. She was uh, a joy to research and to learn about. Yeah, understandable. Well, are you ready to get that shit? I am so ready to get that shit what have you got for All me right. well to do i have something from our overlords at etsy yes <laughs> uh not sponsored but hey etsy hey sponsors. we would love it we would love it uh so i've had you know tons of time to look at the same four walls and looking at the same four walls can get a little tiresome, yeah? Yeah, so you shop for things you don't need? All the time. You yeah. shop for things, and, you know, uh, I'm a pretty good, like, window shopper, even on the mm -hmm. interwebs. Yep. It's tough. It's tough. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. And I also have, like, this weird, like, inside, I don't, maybe it's not weird, but since I'm not bringing money in right now, like, I don't feel right spending money. So, like, I go to extreme lengths to, like, not sure. necessarily need anything. But you still want to look at pretty things. Yeah. Yeah. So, there's this big blank space above my TV in my room. And I was thinking about what I wanted to do with it. Okay. And I didn't necessarily want to put lights over it. So, I thought about a tapestry. I love tapestries. Me too. I, uh have recently been seeing more and more and more i don't know room they room designers yes they create a very warm space yes, yes. they're using more and more tapestries mm -hmm. to make that lived in cozy, cozy boho yes. gypsy life yes kind of feel yeah so i was looking through etsy and i saw with alan boutique supply Okay. Some of the most original, unique, inspiring, <laughs> okay. and hilarious uh -huh. tapestries I've ever seen. Uh -huh. uh, they have uh, different kind of like meditation type of tapestries. Mm -hmm. So they have uh, chakra aligning tapestries. Sure. Of different kinds. They have a skeleton with uh, different moths, lots of moths. Lots oh, of your favorite. Prank. Yeah. <laughs> they do have a black cat with a pentagram on its forehead. Noise. I love that. Noise. Lots of naked women. Okay. Uh, there is one that's one of my favorites is three cats dancing around a cauldron i that love says cat it. coven it does say cat coven i couldn't see it from here but that is yes gorgeous i love okay they have some sailor moon your fave. tapestry i do i do love me some sailor moon they have some different tarot card okay uh tapestries but the cooch de gras uh -huh. of tapestries is 
this cat asshole tapestry. Uh, that is um, a, a cat asshole. Um, it's a the cat tail anus. is perfectly curved up. Perfect. A uh, little question mark, if you will. <laughs> yeah. And there is a prominent asshole, and then it's surrounded by flowers. So yes. it is, uh, that's. <laughs> glorious i love it it reminds me of bob's burgers when gail paints her animal asses for the art fair yes that's yes done much nicer it is it is so it's a illustrated cat's ass and then there's different flora flora Uh around it different flowers but to frame it, sure. Yeah, to frame it. It's white, and then there's some pink flowers. But I really want to get... Okay, so I don't want to get this tapestry to put over my TV, so I have to look at a cat's anus. I, yeah, I, I, uh, that's a lot to look at. <laughs> it's a lot to stare day. at all day, every day. But I do want to get it and put it in the basement. Uh-huh. But I want to paint the flowers around the cat with UV paint since we have the UV lights downstairs. You're not going to paint the asshole. No. Okay. No, no, no. We'll right, leave just the, the flowers. Alone. It would so be really funny if we light- put pink on it though. Oh just a little pink on the asshole. No. A little pink highlight. Nope. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nope. But when the lights come up, then all of a sudden this beautiful. Yes. Yes. Flowers around this cat anus. Perfect. All hail the cat anus. <laughs> And now we've started our own cult. I love it. It is where the cat's (laughs) litter boxes are. Oh, my God. We'll just put it on the wall that the cat boxes are in because they have their own room. Exactly. It it makes it a little fancier. Yes. It's the Mm -hmm. cat's restroom. God damn it. That's so funny. No, on the outside of like the door or something. Yes. Yeah. Shit shack. So somehow it looks like it is like the entrance yes. to a fancier restaurant. 100%. Perfect. I love this. So if you right. would like a cat anus tapestry. Because or, we know you all want one. Uh, because you want one. Or you would like to peruse the many other selections of tapestry that would fit your beautiful little souls. <laughs> Don't hesitate to stop by Allen Boutique Supply on Etsy. I will check it out. You better. I will. While you're dicking around online, looking at all the Etsys. <laughs> it's always fun to listen to podcasts while you're online. Um, you can find us on a few different platforms, if you will. We have Podbeam. Podbean, not Beam. That's going to be a tough one to say. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and Radio Public. While you're on these different platforms choosing your favorite episode to replay, you can find all of these different things on our Instagram bio, which is GTS underscore podcast. While you're there, like, follow, and subscribe so we can continue to grow our shit and get you more content. If you have any small businesses that you want to promote or any topics that you want us to cover, holler at us at GTS with Kaylee and Cassie at gmail.com. We can't wait to hear from you. Can't wait to talk to you. Love and light. Love and light from GTS, bitches. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>